0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bad Bleeps of the Bible. (music) Alrighty, welcome to Bad Bleeps of the Bible, where do not worry, we are not covering anything serious, we're not covering anything horrific. We're just talking about the Tower of Babel. Thank you, Jesus! (laughs) Now listen, I really do hope... I guess that you enjoyed the last episode? I don't know. Here's the thing. I didn't listen to it, because when I got off that recording, I can't tell you. I was like, how do true crime podcasters, if you're out there, how do you do it? Because uh, that threw me for a loop, just telling that depressing of a story. But again... It was meant to be a little bit of a ghost story. It was meant to be a little dark, but don't worry, there are no more tales of terror on the horizon. And in fact, today's story is super fun, and one you may have heard, but you may not know the full story of. That's it, Scott. You end in a preposition. Now, this is where the Bible, in its magical fashion, explains something we see in the world today. And what might that be? Well, this is how the Bible explains our various languages, where the languages came from, how they were developed. It wasn't from people matriculating into different parts of the world and therefore developing their own language. No, it comes from God. So we are going to learn and look at the story of our infamous bleep, the Tower of Babel. Our story starts in the days following the Great Flood. So that flood that wiped out all of humanity because they had become too nasty. And the flood which introduced us to Noah and his Ark. You remember that one? Anyway, we're in the time just after that flood. When humanity once again began to multiply and spread across the earth. How they multiplied with only Noah and his family left after the flood is another story for another day. And I... Oh. Um, So as the population of the new and moistened Earth began to multiply, they also began to journey eastward, where they arrived in the land of Shinar. And they decided to settle there. must have been super nice. Shinar was that mythical location just to the north of Mesopotamia, which was, again, in Syria and Iraq, between the two great rivers, the Euphrates and the Tigris. Now, these people were not your average settlers. The Bible tells us that they were dreamers, that they were builders, and they were an ambitious people. They spoke a common language, meaning everyone spoke one language only, which is really cool if you think about it. People, everyone, existing, being able to communicate. I love that. So they thought and spoke to one another in their common tongue, saying to each other, why should we not build something that will make The heavens take notice, even God himself. And so, in a moment of beautiful collective humanity and language, they began the construction of a magnificent structure that would symbolize their strength and their greatness and their unity. And so, the people of Shinar gathered their bricks, formed mortar out of Whatever you form mortar out of, I really don't know. And with a united spirit, they set out to construct a tower that would rival the heavens themselves. But it wasn't just about bricks and mortar. It was about making a name for themselves. It was about pride and pride in their humanity. And take note of that statement. They were trying to make something prideful that would rival the heavens themselves. And you know what Old Testament deity ain't going to have any of that? Mm-hmm. If you said God, our vengeful Sky Daddy, a.k.a. Yahweh, you would be correct. God did not like this newfound ambition or this modern humanity again. He didn't like that they had unified and were trying to form something beautiful together. And honestly, it seems like God is never happy with what the mortals of earth were or are doing ever. But God was obviously also bored, and one day he decided to take a little trip down to earth to visit his people. Literally, the Bible says that the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Shouldn't that be built? No, I don't know. Perfection. The Bible is perfection. It can't have grammar errors. And this tower must have been so magnificent, so grand, and so glorious that the Lord Himself was shook. Ooh, this is nice. He did not like this newfound ambition of His people, and He did not like this glorious tower. And He said to Himself, the Bible records, saying, Well, If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing will be impossible for them. So is God really jealous of humankind? Was he worried they would surpass him in greatness? Was he worried about their independence? Yes, yes, and yes. (laughs) And viewing it as, I guess, some sort of divine competition, God decided that he should create a bit of chaos. To thwart their plans, God took decisive action. As the folks were working on the tower in all its gloriousness, there began to rise from the crowd a disruption. It started as a low rumble and slowly but steadily grew into a raucous chorus of arguments, of fights, and all-out confusion. It turns out that God had struck. He had confused their language, forcing everyone out of their... Beautiful one language, and into a cacophony of new languages, causing the people to no longer understand one another. Imagine you're having this lovely conversation with a friend until, at one moment and in one instant, you can no longer understand each other. You're speaking German, and they're speaking, I don't know, Italian. Absolute chaos. And in this linguistic confusion, chaos and disarray reigned which ultimately not only forced the people to abandon the construction of this tower, but also forced the people to scatter themselves abroad across the face of the earth, forming new countries from their new languages. And from then on, this magnificent tower, or unfinished magnificent tower, and the land surrounding it became known as Babel, which is a fun little play on words from the Hebrew word balal, meaning to confuse. Have fun. And now, that's the end of the story, but I'm going to come at you with the fun facts. First, did the Tower of Babel exist? The answer is surprisingly yes and no. No in the Bible sense. There's no evidence of the famed Tower of Babel that reached the heavens surpassing the power of the Lord. But, here comes the yes part, the myth may have actually been inspired by the very real Babylonian tower, which in Babylonian was called Babalu or the gate of God. And in its Hebrew form is actually Babel or a word spelled B-A-V-E-L. So Old Testament writers were like, ooh, what a cool tower we're seeing that Babylon is creating. Let's craft a biblical story out of it. And here we are. And the second bit of fact is that this story is echoed throughout cultures and throughout continents widely. There's a Sumerian myth called Enmerkar and the Lord of Arata. Do I know those pronunciations? No, I don't. Where Enmerkar is building a massive ziggurat, and at one point they recite an incantation imploring the god Enki to restore the unity and linguistic unity of the inhabited region. So there's that. In Greek mythology, there's a myth about a battle fought between the giants and the Olympian gods, where the giants attempt to reach the gods in heaven by stacking mountains in the form of a tower. And in Central America, across the continents, the Aztecs had a story where it was written that when light of the sun, when the light of the sun first appeared on the land, giants appeared and set off in search of the sun. And, not finding it they built a tower that reached to the sky. And this angered the God of the heavens, and which the God of the heavens called upon the inhabitants of the sky, who destroyed the tower and therefore scattered its inhabitants. And there's even more stories from Native American, Nepalese, and Botswanian culture. There's many, many, many stories similar to the one we read in the Bible. So, this story has transcended time. It's transcended cultures. And I'm so happy that we were able to explore the very light, the very fluffy, the non dramatic biblical tale of our bleep, the Tower of Babel. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to get in touch with me and share those thoughts, those church stories, those questions at bleeps of the Bible at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Bad Bleeps of the Bible. Sources for today's story can be found in the show notes and please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Catch you next time where we'll be covering the life and times of our Christmas king, David. Also, watch out for jealous gods ready to confound your language. (laughs) Bye.